0: Hello there, my friends. Today, I'm going to to give you five tips that are more powerful than lashing out. Now, this message is actually directed for parents of addicts. It's really, I'm going to really talk, speak to parents of addicts here in this podcast episode, but I want you to consider listening to it because even though I'm going to be talking specifically to a group of people who have sons and daughters living in addiction. I think that the message is really solid and helpful. I think that these five things you could apply to so many different things. As a matter of fact, maybe I'll use these five things and come up with some other episodes to address some other issues that you might be having. But I think um, it would really benefit you, not to mention who doesn't know at this point a parent of an addict. So maybe listening to this message could be uh, beneficial so that you can direct them to to some words of wisdom that can help them. So listen to this. According to the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, in 2017, an estimated 21 million Americans, more than the number of people who have cancers combined, suffered from a substance abuse disorder involving alcohol or drugs. Kind of scary, isn't it? I mean, we've just we've all witnessed that. Nobody is not aware Of the drug problem that we have in this country. But I, you know, I have a heart for parents of addicts, having been one. And my daughter, for those of you maybe who are tuning in for the first time and don't know, my daughter lived for 15 of her 30 years in addiction from the age of 15 to 30. um, She was murdered at the age of 30, but. for 15 years she lived in that addiction and so I really have a heart for parents because if any of you are listening to this and you're a parent and you're a parent and you don't have a child living in addiction you can only imagine or you don't even want to imagine how painful it is to watch your son or daughter and it doesn't matter how old they become they're still your child your baby your um, your heart and to watch them on a on a freight train headed toward a brick wall is it's, it's devastating and especially when you try everything you know everything you can think of to try to stop it and you can't and it's it it really does a number on you as a parent it certainly did on me it it devastated me I was walking around pretending I was okay you know smiling on the outside I was dying on the inside it was horrible it was torture I used to tell my husband that I had a life sentence I would wake up every morning and go, yay, another day, you know, my normal way of being. And then I would remember it would hit me and I'd say, oh, yeah, that's right. This is my life. And um, this was until I learned how to stand up and reclaim my life right in the middle of the storm. And, and for those of you listening who are parents of addicts, I encourage you to go to my website, go to ValerieSilvera.com. I have a page on addicts family. There's a special blog on addicts family and, and get some resources there. Check into my book, Still Standing After All the Tears. And the workbooks that go with it would really be helpful for you. You can get those on Amazon um, or other bookstores. But anyways, um, it's really devastating what parents go through. And then on top of that, what we have to do is we have to have shaming. We go through all of this shaming of parents. Um, and, and I used to do it, by the way. So um, I'm going to be real honest here. I Before I understood the journey of addiction, I was vocally rude and ignorant. I just didn't understand I believe that if a child went astray, it was the parent's fault. I mean, and I learned the hard way that addiction doesn't care about parenting skills or much else. I mean, no family is immune to the possibility. I was a good parent, but my daughter lived for those 15 of her 30 years in addiction, and and she was murdered. We we don't know yet because finally it took almost three years for the guy to be arrested, but A trial is going to take, you know, several more years to get to trial. And we may never know the truth, but we're pretty sure it had something to do with drugs. And so, you know, I I, I knew what it felt like to be on the receiving end of judgment about addiction. And then I felt really bad. I had to fall off my soapbox, the one that I used to stand on in judgment of other parents. And, you know, like our reality isn't painful enough. And then we have to hear hurtful comments like, I always knew where my kids were. Why didn't you? That That's a good one, by the way, to me. Oh, I always knew where my kids were. Really? So you were with your child, your teenager, every moment of every day, you were with them at their friend's house, at school. You knew what they were doing all the time and who they were with. It's just not true. I think, honestly, that parenting absolutely matters. But again, a lot of great parents have kids that went down the wrong road And so while you should, you know, give yourself a pat on the back for parenting, you know, don't give yourself too much credit because, you know, in a lot of ways, you're real lucky if your kids didn't go down a bad road or, you know, it would never happen to my child. I raised them right. And, you know, again, as I say these comments, I used to be the person saying those kind of comments. So, you know, I get it. And so because of that, because I was there and I've, you know, really tried to, to, learn perspective i i just feel always that the worst periods of our lives are always opportunities and so rather than being offended and responding in kind we can choose to use these five tips because i think they're more powerful than lashing out and again for those of you listening who have you know don't have anything to do with addiction you're not parents of addicts you can still use these same Things for if if somebody lashes out at you over whatever it is, you could use these same principles, these same five tips, because they're more powerful than lashing back. The first one is that it's not personal. They don't understand. And you know what? I finally decided I'm really glad that most people didn't understand what it was like to be the parent of an addict because I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I don't want them to understand. But um, my... <laughs> this is the thing I have to admit that my words were as harsh as some of the wounding comments that I see directed back at people like me now. So I get it. Now what I've tried to do is kind of step back from it and see both sides of it. And those piercing comments that people are making toward you, I'm going to speak, start speaking really directly to you now, you parents of addicts and likely most of you are moms that are listening. But, um, I realize now that those piercing comments really come from a lack of understanding as I said and I'm sure you wouldn't want anybody to really understand because that would mean that they also had a child in addiction and nobody would want that you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy would you so I I just want you to think about this try not to take it too personally I think often when people lash out they're not even lashing out at one person in particular they're just lashing out and mainly because they don't understand they haven't been there the second tip here is to breathe, okay? Just stop for a minute, take a breath, and don't lash out. Just take take a, a moment. No matter how right we think we are, here's the deal. When we lay into someone, the reaction will always be defensiveness, right? Somebody lays into you, you're defensive. And we see this as never before, this name-calling and attacking and all this going on in politics right now. But it rarely results in understanding who, who's, nobody's going, oh, yeah, okay, you're right, I got it. You know, when we lash out, everyone gets defensive and nobody gets anywhere. So just breathe and take a step back and resist the temptation to set somebody straight. The third thing, tip, is it's about helping them to understand. That's really the best thing that you could do right now is to try to help them to understand. Instead of lashing out at somebody, combat those comments with respectfully giving them some information helping them to understand you know if they if, if we were able to paint a different picture for them and they we could kind of help them step into our shoes for a moment as parents of addicts we'd probably have different reactions so my youngest brother was actually very vocal in his viewpoint, when Jamie was in full-on addiction. And, you know, I'm drowning over here and he's telling me, and, he, and he's doing it out of love and a lack of understanding. And he's telling me, you should hunt her down and you got to make her do this and make her do that. And she's in her twenties. I couldn't make her do anything. I couldn't make her do anything when, when she was 15 and 16. That's when I started losing control. And so I just, you know, I really wanted to blast him into outer space, to be honest with you. I did. <clears throat> but instead... I just tried to respectfully tell him that he didn't understand and unfortunately a couple of years later he did understand because his stepdaughter was in addiction and and it was a very a very serious road that he went down with her and of course his perspective changed and that's what happens our perspective changes when we're in the shoes right but many of the people that you're having issues with right now they're not in those shoes and so You've got to help them to understand. The fourth tip that I have for you parents of addicts when it comes to this shaming that we receive as parents is to don't let their opinions turn into your shame and guilt. So I guess what I'm saying is that you're going to have to kind of be like Teflon. You are giving away your power. If you think that other people can make you feel a certain way because they can't. It can certainly impact you, but you have to decide. You get to decide how you feel. So don't let those opinions be yours. You need to just refuse the uninformed opinions and society's stigma. Here's the deal. We're never going to convince everybody of anything. There's always going to be a critic out there. There's always going to be somebody who, who decides to remain ignorant There will always be people who think they know what they would do if they were in your shoes. That's what I used to think too. Nobody really knows what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes until they're actually walking in those shoes. And so just refuse their shame and guilt. Whatever judgment they put on you, you can reject it. So that's what I'm encouraging you to do. And the fifth thing. The fifth tip for you parents of addicts is to not judge back because it's contagious, right? So it's interesting because it may seem like there's no benefit to being on the receiving end of harsh judgment or critical comments. I mean, how can there be a benefit? It's hurtful, but there is one. Since you understand firsthand what it feels like to be jabbed at, what it feels like to have uninformed people making comments about you or making comments about those parents of addicts and putting you, painting you into that box of being a bad parent. You understand what that feels like to have people who are ignorant making these kind of comments. So this is the good news. This is an opportunity for you to not do the same thing to other people. And I'm talking about having to do with anything because we, we all judge people. We all judge situations, and some judgment is fine. Some of it, you know, that's how we figure out what we want to do or not do or how we want to be or not be. But, you know, I'm talking about different things. When you're tempted to judge somebody for something you don't understand, it's time for you to remember that they don't understand either and how that feels and how it feels to be judged and how it feels to have harsh comments Those fiery darts sent your way don't do the same thing to somebody else. Why don't you try to do what you would like them to do about your son or daughter's addiction? You'd like to help them understand. You'd like them to know what it feels like to be the parent of an addict, to have your dreams dashed, to have your heart ripped right out of your chest, shattered into a million pieces, to lose your hope, to feel like the worst parent in the world, and, um, and, and know that you're trying, but you don't have control, that you're in this impossible situation. You would like other people to understand how that feels, wouldn't you? I know I certainly did. And so if that's the case, when you find yourself in a situation where you don't understand and you're tempted to judge from a viewpoint of the outside looking in, just remember how that feels. So this is an opportunity for you to really be an understanding person. And even if whatever it is you don't end up agreeing with, but that you're willing to at least understand somebody's perspective. So those are my five tips for you. And hey, you parents of addicts, if you want other tips on, on, you know, this type of a message, but even further, we are all human beings outside of our son or daughter's addiction. That is not our entire story. My message is always one of courage, and I'm here to stand with you. Whether you join my coaching membership, which is a group coaching platform, which is really, really powerful and awesome. If you want me to help you uh, one on one, I do very limited one on one coaching, uh, books, whatever it is. You are not alone, and you don't have to sit there and feel alone. Just remember that in this information age, there will always be people sitting behind a computer screen spewing hate, making judgments. But you, my friend, have the power to rise above the noise and allow yourself to become stronger. There's always light in the darkness, and I am challenging you to become a person that lives in the light. We are in this together. You are not alone Link arms with me because I firmly believe that together we can stand through anything.